Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever this is. This is Tanks and Tutties, presented by Tubbs and Papa Tubbs this week. Um, so this week, Frankie decided that uh, since Daddy Rogers went into a darkness retreat, that he'd try it as well. Um, so I also wanted to see what it was like to trip balls uh, just from no sleep. So he's gone this week, so we brought in Papa Tubbs. Uh, we're just kind of, it's probably going to be a little shorter episode. We just got a couple segments. We're not even going to really... Not even gonna really recap what happened last week. Uh, so why don't we just start with how was your weekend, man? Uh, first of all, I'd like to say a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, <laughs> my weekend was uh, pretty much a 51-year-old weekend. I well, watched some sports, sat around, did some work, and uh, had a few drinks, and that was pretty much it. How was Good. your weekend? Good. Hey, mine was great. Um, on Friday, I went to this new place in Lansing. It's called Lansing Shuffle. Uh, it's basically a food court, but they've got a bar, and then we just kind of hung out. Uh, in the summertime, they're going to have shuffleboards, so that'll be a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, and then we went over to another place where they had board games. Uh, but honestly, I didn't talk about this either. No beer at these places. Like, they had beer, but it's like that fancy shit, and I get it from you where I only like domestics. I can't drink like, oh, we've got a really a soupy stout and a smelly ale. Like, I can't drink those. Right. They just put a label on that, so they charge you eight bucks a bottle. Right. So I drank long drinks at the first place. Those were great. But then the second place, he was like, oh, yeah, we've got a stout and an ale and a something or another. And I was like, I don't want any of those. So I was doing some vodka sodas and shit like that. Um, but it was basically just a vodka soda with some blueberries. But they were good. I'm not going to talk shit. They were good. Uh, and they had, like, board games. So we played um, Battleship and then Scrabble. Uh, and I absolutely waxed her in all of them. <laughs> nice. uh, let me take that back. Battleship actually was the closest Battleship game I've ever played in my life. It came down to we both had one ship left with one spot, and we both had a 50-50 shot at it, and I hit. So, so you won. I won. So you waxed her. Waxed her. Nice. And then the second game, Scrabble. I'd never played Scrabble formally in my life, and I mean I blew her out of the water. It wasn't even close. Like. Nice. It was, I, you know, I played Words of Friends back in the day, so. Uh, and then Saturday, uh, we hung out with some other friends. We went to a bar. Uh, they had karaoke, and I want to shout out um, this man named Dennis. He sang the first song. He's Dennis is about 75 years old. He walks about as slow as a snail, but he was, he was a legend. First song, I don't remember the name, but it was great. And then, you know, you're thinking, 75-year-old, he's probably leaving. It was like 9 o'clock. Right. 11.30 out of nowhere. Here comes Dennis. He hears his music, and he was—he sang "We Are Young," and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And then we went back to my buddy's spot. Uh, I had some Coronas, which was fun. Made me think of summer. I'm ready for that. So, uh, and then Sunday was just kind of recovery. For some reason, I was hungover. I didn't even really drink a lot of beer, but should have been hungover. So, um, I had pops put together some locks and long shots. So I'm gonna start, and then we'll get his. And we're gonna start a. Um, it's gonna be like a guest record because i think we're going to try to get some more people on here in the near future uh so we're going to start a guest record uh last week i said sung jay was going to win his round one three ball he won that so my locks are now up to 26 and 18 very good record um this week i'm doing a tournament on sunday it's just three games bowling tournament uh so my lock is going to be that i averaged 210 plus i bowled really bad on monday uh lost to my father who's currently here with us that sucked you never like to lose to him especially when he's been sucking ass 
I I will agree with that. Yes, and <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over on the average of a two ten, um, and then long shots, short and simple. Webb Simpson is hot garbage. Uh, he wasn't even close to top forty. He made the cut, but then he finished basically last in the cup or the non-cut players. Uh, so obviously not top forty. Uh, this week the long shot though. We're gonna stick with the bowling theme because I didn't want to go through and find, you know. Some random sport. Golf, obviously. I did well on the locks. Maybe I'll get back to that next week. Um, but I'm going to take over 225 average on Sunday. Uh, I need to I need to get it together. I'm going to try to shoot a 700 series. So we're going to go ahead and take that and try to get back up here. Uh, so what do you got for a lock this week? All right. So <clears throat> my, uh, my genre basically is football. I love football. So Are you going to hit us with an XFL bet? I was going to. <laughs> I was going to, but I decided against it. So here's what I went with. So my lock on Wednesday night, Gonzaga versus Chicago State. Take Gonzaga all the way. I don't care if it's 13, 14 points. Take Gonzaga. Oh, they don't have lines out yet, do they? I, they do okay. not, but so here's the reason. Take them. Right, but I, I have a method. I just want everybody to know that my dad was very excited for this, and he has about four or five pages of notes, which is more than I've ever put together for a single episode. Again, I'm 51 years old. <laughs> i got to keep my shit together. So Gonzaga has won six in a row. They have averaged over 94 points in the last six games. I'm thinking the spread's going to be about 13, 14 points. Chicago State has only averaged 78 points in their last six. Lock it down. So Gonzaga. You, I don't think it'll be 13, 14. I think it'll be more. Well, I. You want whatever it is? I. Do you want to go? Do you want to go up to a certain amount or just whatever it is? No, nope, whatever Gonzaga? it is, I'm taking okay. it. Gonzaga all the way. All right. They're too hot right now. I'll write these down after yep, we're done. You're going to have to take that. Now, my long shot Michigan versus Indiana. It's the final game of the season for oh, Michigan okay. and Indiana. It's like, like two weeks out, isn't it? No, it's uh, Sunday. Oh, shit. It's okay. Sunday. All right. So Michigan plays. Thursday against Illinois. Now, I think Michigan is going to pull this off. So, originally I was going to say take the spread, but I think take the money line. Take Michigan and the money line. Michigan's won the last three. They're playing awesome defense. Doug, McDa- Doug McDaniel, Dougie, is Dougie Fresh. put some life in this team, right? And now it opens it up for Bupkin and, and Dickinson. So, and just a FYI, Howard will probably be back on Sunday. So that is my I long just, shot. I love that you cannot pronounce Buffkin. Buffkin. You said, said it. You said Bupkin. Yeah, whatever. This guy I, used I, to say Blumpkin, Blumpkin for I, those who knows, know what that is. And then it was. I like Bumpkin. Bumpy like or something. It. No, I, I didn't say know. Bumpy. Come <laughs> but on. Michigan is at Indiana on Sunday. They will most likely be underdogs. So. Papa Tubbs wants the money line, and we're going to take the money line. We ride with Papa Tubbs. Absolutely. Reminder, you correctly basically predicted the Lions' season. You said they would – well, you said 11 wins, and they finished with nine. Yep. Um, What was your other one? That Michigan would win the Big Ten Championship. Yep, and then – yep. So, he's hit some long shots in his day. I wish I would have bet him. Um, The Michigan Big Ten Championship is the one that I wish I would have taken because – they were that would have been good money plus right 500 there. or yep. something when that you said it. That would have been good so, money. Um, I just want to say, before we get into this, this isn't going to be a tipple episode. We're not even recapping what happened last week. Uh, we're just strictly doing some top fives. Um, I've got a who's who we're going to hit here for. Uh, Papa Tubbs is going to try to guess it. And then um, 
I don't know. We'll see where we're at on time, and maybe we'll just talk about some random stuff. Maybe we'll have a life advice section. Who knows? It's going to be a crazy episode. Um, I'm going to go ahead and apologize. If the volume is low, it shouldn't get high unless we hit on roulette. Uh, we're kind of sharing a mic. It's weird. So, But just when we get to roulette, maybe turn down your radio, your headphones, whatever you're listening on, in case we do hit. Um, so let's get right into this who's who. So you're looking at it right now. We're going to take this slow so I can explain it. Right now we're looking at... Uh, it's NFL. I'll tell you that. Okay. We're looking at all he can see right now is the year. He sees he played for 11 years uh, from 1991 to 2002. Uh, those asterisks, I should have wrote down what those were, but that's probably like all pro or pro bowl. Okay. I don't even know if they had that back in the day, but I tried Maybe. to go something older. This is pretty easy, and I think you should get it no problem. Okay. But we'll see. Um, you're what am prob- I looking at? A pitcher or? This is just, it's going to be career stats. I got you. But I blocked off the stats and the teams. Okay. So. Um, I'm going to have you throw out a guess here for here, uh, and then I'm going to have you look away so I can back this up, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to see too much. So after your guess, when I tell you you're wrong, because there's no chance, if you get this, I'll be pissed. <laughs> but okay. I'll have All you right. look away, I'll back it up, and then we'll just go category by category. Should be fairly simple. So we played for 11 years. Yep. And um, it's, it's an offensive player. We'll start there, too, give you a little hint. Sure. Um... 91 to 2002, I'm going to say Brett Perriman? No. Okay. I don't even know who that is. All right. So, <laughs> moving on. All right, so look away for a second. Sure, sure. All right. Uh, don't look yet. Right now it's just the age column, so I'm going to skip that because that doesn't really help. Ooh, but this gives it away. Let's see if I can come from this side. All right, yeah, we'll do this. So... What position was that player you just guessed, by the way? Wide receiver. Okay. So, all right, go ahead and look. It is a wide receiver. These are the age. That doesn't help you, obviously, but you can see his long. You can see his yards per game and his catch percentage and yards per target, but that doesn't help you much. Okay. So. And then I'm going to bump it back to yards and touchdowns, and if you don't get it there, then I'll show you the teams, and you should have it in an instant. Okay. So those are the that's the age he played. Yep, those are his ages. And his he long. played till he was 33. Yep. Common for a receiver. Sure. Unless you're Kelvin Johnson and you, you retire hate the city early. of Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. retire early. Um, boy. Um, and I don't know the team, obviously, right? Yep. So knowing you, it's probably a Lions receiver would be my guess. I'm going to go with Johnny Morton. No. Damn. Don't even know who that is as well. Damn. <laughs> uh, yep, look away for a second. So, there we go. All right, so you got yards and touchdowns now. And obviously these don't even really help you much. Uh, but after this, we'll show you the team. 95, he had 14 touchdowns. Yep. Big year, sixteen hundred yards in '95 as well. Man, I gotta go. 94, back 94 to '97, he was really good. Eleven hundred yards, sixteen hundred yards, twelve hundred, twelve and twelve ninety. So basically thirteen hundred, and he had double digit touchdowns in '94, '95. Okay, so '94 to '96 were well. '97 was a good year. '97 was good. Yep. '98 even he had nine hundred eighty and five touchdowns. Yeah, five touchdowns is 
mediocre for a wide receiver. Um, yeah, but you almost had a thousand yards. That's impressive. It is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I'm trying to think now. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with. Um, Oh boy! Um, he is thinking so hard about this. <laughs> it's, it's Just throw something out because you're gonna get it here when I show you the teams. I don't think you'll get it here. I'm gonna go. Oh man, I I, I don't. I'm just trying to think. Man. You could also say skip. I gotta but, skip because okay. I want right. to. Say... Are you ready? Yeah. All right. There's your teams. Oh jeez. Okay. <laughs> Could we have our first ever not get it? I'm surprised you're not throwing a name out right now. His last year was with the Giants. He didn't. Yeah, but even look, he didn't play. record a stat. He might have played, but he didn't record a stat. Oh Here, I'm going to show you the career numbers too, just because it doesn't matter. Click down here. here yeah, we go. that doesn't. Doesn't help much. No. Nope. No. Boy, I'm trying to think that far back. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, we might have our first ever can't get it. This is tough. <laughs> this is really, really tough. I feel um, like you should just be throwing out. I'm going to probably kick myself when I see who I, it is, too. I think so. Um, I don't think his name is on here. I think I cropped it so he didn't have a name. No, so. it's okay. So Johnny Martin and. He's got his eyes closed, rubbing his forehead, because squinting. There, there's a receiver that I'm uh, that I have in my head, and I can see his face, but I cannot. Do you know? Life of me. Can you think of the number? Uh, I want to say 87, 88. I think that's right. I'm gonna Google it. I you believe. Just keep thinking. I. Oh man, this is tough. Um, it's not really tough. It bugs me that I can't think of the the receiver. I can see him. He was... Oh, okay. So he wasn't any of those numbers. Okay. Well, that's all right. All right. Maybe I'm gonna, Johnny Martin was 87. We're going to do a shot clock. 30 seconds. You have to throw out a guess. I, I, I got nothing. I can't think of his name. You want to give up or do you yeah, want to see some more stats no, maybe? No, let it go. I, I know it's going to... Okay, so those are the rest of your stats. Obviously, it doesn't help. Number oh 84. God. Uh... It's the guy I'm thinking of. I can't even think of his name. Dude, come on. This is insane. Oh, it's stupid. All right, you've got... I'm embarrassed. I'm giving you 30 seconds. You can't give me that long. Just go ahead. Herman Herman Moore. Moore. God dang it. Wow. When you you had it blocked right there, that's who I was saying. I didn't actually, to be honest with you, I didn't know he went to the Giants. Well, he played one game and had three targets. Yeah, so I just not didn't, memorable. No, no, I just didn't remember him ever going. Wow, to the I cannot, I cannot believe I we lost had our out on first Herman Moore ever. No guess. That, that sucks. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'll never be on this show again. All right, so um, I'm trying to think if there's was there anything like crazy last week that needs to be mentioned with Michigan sports? I don't give a shit about Wisconsin sports. Well, um, I mean, Michigan won. On oh, yeah, let's Sunday. talk about that. So, um, Sunday, Michigan's playing Wisconsin. I'm I'm thinking this is maybe why Austin scheduled his trip for this weekend, because he knew they were playing and he was scared. It's possible. But it was, it was pretty much Michigan had control most of the game, and then late Wisconsin took over, and they took the lead, and Michigan was down three with, like, they had, like, what, 2.8 to try to tie it? It was 2.8 seconds when they – 
yep. when they got the the pass in to uh, Buffkin. Nope. Yes. Oh yeah, and then it, it was no. Buffkin because it got blocked. It got blocked out of bounds. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You're going back too far. Yeah. I want to focus on Hunter oh. Big Dick Dickinson. <laughs> pulls up. 2.8 seconds, has the presence of mind to get a dribble down and then pull up and just absolutely nothing but net puts it in to send it to OT, and then it was all Michigan from there. And I just – Frankie was just in my phone blowing it up. I hate Dickinson. He's a bitch. And then he's finding videos on Twitter of him maybe stepping on somebody on accident and, oh, he's a scumbag. Never saw it. Frankie forgets that Brad Davidson played at Wisconsin for 72 years. Right. And was just the biggest scumbag of all. Like it's he's Dickinson's a guy that you hate him if he's not on your team, you love him if he is. Okay, but bottom line. Did he also complain and cry that Chucky went into the the locker he room? He did. I'll, to his credit, he didn't say a word about oh if Chucky played we would have won. Oh okay, not a word. Right. So he also didn't watch. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the case because he was down. He's down in Memphis doing his uh, darkness retreat. Yep. Um, but, well, I will say this that. When overtime started, we fouled Michigan, or I'm sorry, Michigan fouled Wisconsin. They got the two three throws right away. And then Michigan went on a 10 0 run, and Wisconsin never scored after that. That's defense, baby. That's Big Ten defense. So yes, sir. Let's get in these top fives. I'm excited. Uh, so we've got three. Uh, depending on time, we might not do the third. Um, we're definitely doing the first two. So first up, we decided to do the worst Michigan sports moments. In our lives. So I only did what I've, like, witnessed or, like, was actually sad about pretty much. As did I. I think there's one that I didn't really witness because, obviously, I was born in 99. Didn't really watch sports till I'd say, like, 2010, 2009. Mm-hmm. There's a couple, though, that I've seen the videos, so I put them on there. Um, but when I say Michigan sports moments, we're talking – we said Michigan sports moments to include Michigan, University of Michigan, but also all the Detroit teams. And then um, – yeah, that's about it. So let's get right into it. Uh, your number five worst Michigan sports moment. Okay, so I go first, right? Yes, go All ahead. All right, good. <clears throat> so my number five pick is 2004 Malice at the Palace. You and put that on your worst? I did, and here's, oh, the, re- here's okay. the reason why. The, there, there's a reason to it. When that happened, that was such a black eye. For the Pistons. Not only it was Indiana, but it is just an ugly, ugly incident, right? So, in case you guys don't remember, there was only 45 seconds left in the game, and Indiana had it wrapped up. It was 97 82, I believe. And Wallace, Ben Wallace, went up for a layup, and basically Ron Artest come up and slapped him in the back of the head. Which back then was, I mean, it was like, Dirty shit happened back then. Like people they did, hard. but that was crossing the line. So Ben Wallace got up and pushed him back. So they there was a scuffle on the on the court, and they're separating everybody. Well, then in the meantime, Ron Artest decided to go to the scorer's table and lay down on the scorer's table. And when he did, a fan threw a drink on him, and then all hell broke loose. He, he went, you know, Ron Artest went into the stands. Stephen Jackson went in the stands. People were throwing punches and drinks were being thrown. It was just an ugly, ugly incident. Bad look for Detroit. Yeah, you know, it was just a bad look. So that that's five just because of how how bad it made us look as, you know, fans and, and the team itself. So my number five, I have some honorable mentions too, but I'm going to hit those at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number five is App State beating Michigan. 
I don't remember the year. I didn't take as good notes as you. I, I do. I'll get okay. back to that. All right. So you got to hire. <laughs> See, I put it at five because it's obviously the worst Michigan loss in the history of Michigan sports mm-hmm. or University of Michigan. Right. I didn't witness it, though. That's why I didn't put it on there. I just remember that we were at the camper mm-hmm. and you had it on the radio and you were like, I just, I don't remember exactly, but I just remember like you were freaking out. Yes. Like, oh my God. Appalachian State. And this was when they were FCS. And they were just no names. Michigan was what? Number number five. Five? Yes. And they lost on a blocked field goal. And that is just bad look. Bad look all around. And it, it still you don't stings. you can't lose that game at home too in the big house. Correct. Against an FCS team that they paid to come play them. Because like that's what you do. You yes. pay them to come play so you look good. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I just remember you were upset and I was so young though that I don't remember my reaction. I don't think I was that into it yet, but it had to be on the list. No, you were pretty young, but it, it still stung. All right, you're number four. Okay. My number four is the 2008-0-16 Detroit Lions. <laughs> so the reason why, and everybody says, oh, Detroit Lions, blah, blah, blah. Yes, but it still hurts. It still hurts. The, they lost 10 of the 16 games by 10 or more points. It wasn't even close. Uh, they were the first team since the NFL expanded to 16 games to go 0 and 16. So that's another reason why it stings. We we go down in history. But the Browns got our back. They do. The Browns got <laughs> our back. Appreciate that. But Cleveland. we were the first, so yeah, it yeah. still sucks. <laughs> and then but however, the silver lining to that 2008 season was Matt Millen was fired during the bye week. Mhm. That mm-hmm. was the only silver lining <laughs> of that whole season. Yep. Um my number 4 I went with the pass interference call that was overturned in the 2015 wild card game against the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. Yep. Uh, quick run down on that. Brandon Pettigrew, pretty wide open. He's got a linebacker on him. And this was the year they instituted the pass interference rule where you had to turn your head. And the linebacker got, it was a little underthrown. Mm-hmm. Linebacker got into his face, never turned his head. Yep. The refs throw a flag insinuating pass interference great we're good and by the way this is the first time we're in the playoffs since or did we make it in 14 uh no it was the first time we're in the playoffs for years so it was exciting we had a good team good defense stafford and the rest throw the flag des comes on the field without his helmet on which is a penalty which is a penalty penalty Mm -hmm. and is saying it's not a penalty blah 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 the refs pick up the flag and the lions (laughs) go on to lose the game yes even though there should have been another flag for des going on the field without a helmet yes i couldn't believe that that was that's honestly like, I was 16, and it's the first like Detroit heartbreak that I remember. Like that one hurt, and that's the first that I literally like remember. Well, and unfortunately, you were 16, so you still had what six, seven more years of that shit coming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, mean, they just <clears throat> the cardiac cats. There's a reason they're called. Yes, that. you're yes. number three. All right, so my number three is Michigan versus App State, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, we basically covered that, but if you look at that team at the time, they had Chad Henney, Mike Hart, Mario Manningham, Jake Long, Brandon Graham, Sean Crable. I mean, they were stacked, and I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know. I I I I don't. I honestly do not know what Michigan was saying. I, I what think, the hell happened? You know, <laughs> I really think that they thought it was just going to be, hey, we're just going to roll over, and you know, we're just going to do what we got to do. They're you know we're better than them but it app state was the first fcs team to defeat 
to defeat an FBS team. So oh, I didn't know that. They were the first team ever. There's been a lot recently. There's been a few. But also... But again, we were the first, so and that hurts. we still hold the title of the highest-ranked team to lose to an FCS. That is correct. Because a lot of them now are yeah, unranked Yeah, they're like teams. 21, 22, yeah. or they're unranked. What was... It was Florida State was like yeah. 18 or something, and yep. they lost to Jackson State. Yep. Uh, what number was that? That was three. That was three. My number three... I've got the 0-16 Lions, 2008. Oh, nice. A little bit before my time still, but I have more memories of this one. The biggest memory is that I loved the black uniforms. Oh, they were nice. And yeah. I just remember always saying, like in the years after that, Dad, why don't they use the black uniforms anymore? And you, I just remember the, the response every time, because they sucked that year. <laughs> That's And correct. the Lions, like, they never wore them again, because how do you wear a uniform you went 0-16 in? Like, that was their home alternate but they wore it five or six games yeah, i think when i looked it, was it like up six games or something and then i also remember christmas eve they were playing and they lost on a last second field goal and it was like other than like obvious sad things that have happened in your life that mm -hmm. was the saddest i've ever seen you and it was a major holiday christmas eve the whole family was over yep i just that's that sticks with me thank you detroit lions yeah. you ruined my christmas appreciate that uh your number two all right so my number two is the Amando Galarraga near perfect game. Let's do this together because mine is two. Oh, nice. I call it the imperfect game. Oh, the imperfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. So just a quick rundown. Fuck sure, Jim Joyce. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you guys know what, what happened, but this is June 2nd, 2010. So Galarraga has a perfect game going into the ninth inning. Perfect. No walks. No hits. Uh, no hits. Uh, he had, I think he had like four four or five strikeouts, something like that, but he had a ton of ground balls. So the first uh, batter up in the ninth hit a long fly ball that Austin Jackson ran down and caught over no. his shoulder. Was it Austin Jackson? It was Austin was it Jackson. No, it okay. was Austin okay. Jackson. Okay. I had to look it up because I thought it was Granderson, but it was okay. Austin Jackson. All right. So, you know, the crowd's all into it. They're screaming. They're yelling. Everybody's fired up. I'm fired up. The second... The second out was just a ground out to second, no big deal. Then Jason Donald got up and hit a ball that was kind of in between first and second, and Miggy slid to his right and got the ball. He threw it to Galarraga, who Galarraga was covering first base. He beat him to the bag by at least a step, maybe two. Yeah, one step easy. And Jim Joyce, they looked at him, and he hesitated. And when he hesitated, I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then he went safe, and that was, we couldn't believe it. Just the pain on Miggy's face. on Galarraga didn't even look sad. He was smiling like, are you yes. fucking kidding me? That's that's the face that he had. Yes. And I just, I to this day, I still don't understand how Jim Joyce, in that stadium, it was in Detroit. Right? Called him safe. Yeah, how Detroit. do you make that call? That's an out call. 100 times out of 100. And yeah. then if you were wrong, oh, man, somebody got a perfect game that maybe doesn't deserve it. Right. But the fact that Galarraga is not in history books because of Jim Joyce making a bad call today, never going to happen again because of the review system, which is great. But, Rightfully so. And then to Jim Joyce's credit, though, after the game, he said, simple as, I fucked up. Yeah, I did. I did a little more research on that, and they actually did have a heart-to-heart, -heart, and he did admit that he messed up. In his post-game interview, he said it. There's yeah. a video somewhere. Watch yeah. it today. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it is what it is. You can't take it back. Yep. I mean, he called them safe. That, that's the end of it. But yep. that was a that was a heartbreaker. That and that hurt. 
I one memory I have of this one was it was a school night. Or no, when did you say it was? June? Yeah, it was June June 10th. Okay. June 2nd. So I remember this because I was like 11, so it's like summer vacation. Yep. I don't know. I was going to bed early. Maybe I still had a bedtime then. I don't know how that all no, worked that, out. No, it was, it was an earlier game, I think. I was watching. No, because I remember I was watching in bed. I'm in my underwear. <laughs> okay. And I just, I put it on. It was like ninth inning. And the announcer said it. I ran downstairs in my underwear. You, of course, already had it on. Yes. And we, I watched it in my underwear with you. And just... Just another like we don't deserve this, man. Why yeah. do we, why does this why do bad things happen to good people? We're good people in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, you know? we're not bad people. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my number two as well. So let's go straight to your number one. All right. Well, my number one is it's basically uh, uh, heartbreaking, I guess you could say. It was the '97 uh, uh, Vladimir Konstantinov accident. Oh yeah. So uh, quick rundown: Red Wings just won the cup, uh, first time in. I don't even remember how long it's been. It was like 50-some years or something. I don't remember what it was. But they won the cup, and I remember I I was, you know, excited. And uh, we were in our first new house, me and the wife. And, oh, we were watching it. And it was great and blah, blah, blah. And then six days later, uh, Vladdy and Fatih, uh yeah, it was Vladdy, Fatisov, and their masseur, were in a golf outing. They were celebrating the win in the cup. And they hired a limo driver to uh, bring them back to their hotel. Well, unbeknownst to anybody else, this limo driver had his license suspended because he was a uh, because of drinking and driving. He was a drunk driver, and they caught him. So he had his license suspended. He should not have been driving. Uh, so he ended up losing control and wrapping that... Uh, limo around a tree and uh, you know if you guys know the story I don't need to go into it because everybody knows if you watch Red Wing hockey you know the you know the the whole story so that was that was tough and you know Konstantinov was a massive massive huge piece for that Detroit defense so that's all I got to say about that yep Um, there's a good E60 about it I think I think it's an E60 and it kind of looks into Constantino's live now, life now because yep. he didn't die, but he's in a wheelchair the rest of his life. He can't do anything on his own. Uh, but check that out if you're interested because it, it really documents it well. My number one worst was the miracle in Motor City. The Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary oh, that's on Monday night. I So we, we were kind of talking about this, and we said, you know, worst slash most heartbreaking. And this one hurt for me. Uh, luckily, it was before I knew Frankie, so if that happened when I lived with him, I don't know that I'd be okay to this day. I'd probably just be in a dark, depressed state, kind of like Packers fans right now because the Lions swept them last season. But, um, yeah, I mean, Monday Night Football, Detroit Packers, it was a good game. I didn't, luckily, I didn't watch it because I had school and I was still a little younger, I think. I think I still went to bed kind of early. But uh, Rogers, everybody's seen that play. He throws the Hail Mary, it's caught. I think it was Bostick. I don't remember who, but I had to put that on there because I hate the Packers now, and looking back, this one hurt. Because I went to school, and there were some Packers fans at yep. school, and they every single Lions fan, they had to go, Oh, nice game last night, huh, Jake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Fuck you, kid. Fun fact, previous to that play, 
we got to Aaron Rodgers, and I forget who it was. Oh, the face mask yes. call. We grabbed oh, him by the, the jersey. The shoulder. Yeah, right by the shoulder yep. and pulled on him, and they called a face mask mm-hmm. penalty. So mm-hmm. they gave Aaron Rodgers another shot, mm-hmm. and he, they, you know, I'm sure the whole— I think it was Sue. And that's why they called it. It, it might have been Sue. I, I don't remember exactly who it was. I just remember that they showed the replay, and at the time, there was no instant replay. So, of course, they're like, oh, well, that's a penalty. His face moved. Well, you it, still can't instant replay a face mask. I understand that. But it, it was so ridiculous mm-hmm. that they missed that. The ref was right there. Yep. And that gave him another 15 yards and gave him that, that last-second throw. Now, granted, yep. we should have knocked that shit down. Did you know but, to this day— Austin cannot admit that that wasn't a face mask. I slowed it down, put it in his face, and he's still he's just That's so ridiculous. much of a scumbag. That's he's ridiculous. like, nope, clear face mask. And I know he's fucking with me, but it's like, you're so much of a scumbag, you can't even take your bias out right. of it. I mean, just admit it and move on. All right, so before we get into the fun stuff, the best Michigan sports moments, uh, my honorable mentions, I put the block punt against MSU. <laughs> uh, that yeah. one sucked. That one sucked a lot, too, because I, I grew up near East Lansing, so... A lot of MSU fans, and I talked a lot of shit right away, and, and I had to just delete everything, and that was not fun. I also put the loss to TCU uh, yeah, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's a good one. Because when they played Georgia in the semifinal, I didn't really think we had a shot. Like, I was excited, and, you know, it's going to be fun, but it was Georgia, so I was like, right. not going to put a lot. When I saw we had TCU, I was like, yeah, I want Georgia. I didn't think TCU had a shot. No. So that one hurt. Uh, luckily, it was New Year's Eve, so I got to go out and still have a great time, but... That one hurt a lot. But I couldn't put it in the list because, you know, there's no, like, bullshit to it. I feel like a lot of mine were bullshit. The Pass Interference, Galarraga, the Miracle of Motor City. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah there's, there's a lot there. And, you know, we're not saying, oh, yeah, we get all the bad calls, blah, blah, blah. But, you know. There's a lot more I mean, bad ones than good ones. The, exactly. They're, you know, it's basically they have shirts that say Detroit versus everybody, and yep. there's a reason for yep. it. So I'm telling you, there's. If the Lions ever win the Super Bowl in my lifetime, it'll be the happiest day of my life. Sorry to my future wife and kids, but that will be the happiest day of my life. I'm sorry for my uh, my kids uh, and my grandkids um, <laughs> because if the Lions win the Super Bowl, uh, I, I I already told my boss, don't plan on I'm not coming into work. Notice so. how we say if and not when. That's how hurt we are. True we don't story. even we don't even like other teams are like yeah when we get back it's gonna be so great no ours is if that is so sad that is a true story all right let's do the top five best moments you're number five okay <clears throat> so I'm going before you were born there's a couple in here that before well, you were I born, figured because in my lifetime we haven't had a lot of good right so, so I, I had to, I had to dig right so. Uh, my number five is the 1997 Detroit Lions. Now, hear me out. Barry. Barry Sanders. Okay. So Herman Moore. I, I, I still can't <laughs> believe I missed that. Who was that. the quarterback? Because I was going to do him. There was Eric Kramer. No, was back him. then. Who was the other one? Um, there's, there's one later 90s I was going to do. I forget his name. Uh, Rodney Pete was there. No. Maybe it was Kramer. I don't know. I didn't know his name either until I saw a video about it. And I was going to do that, but then I was like, Herman Moore would be fun. Uh, Scott Mitchell was in that's there. That's what I was going to do, Scott Mitchell. Okay, he that's was in was there, too. That was that's, a, was that's, that's another – that should have been on one of the top five worst moments. That guy sucked. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, the reason I picked the, the 97 Lions was Barry Sanders rushed for over 2,000 yards that year. 
Okay, now everybody's like, oh, that's, that's not a, a big deal. That is blah, a big blah, blah. deal. Here's the thing, though. Barry Sanders did it in, number one, he did it in 16 games. They only played 16 games. Now, fun fact, the first two games of that season, Barry Sanders only had 53 yards through the first two games. Wow. So that means, and I'll, I'll do the math for you because no one's going to do the math. He averaged 142 games, or I'm sorry, 142 yards the last 14 games of that season. That's crazy. I didn't know he had 53 yards the first two. 53 yards the first Dang. two games. And I'll tell you what, if I mean, I know you weren't around when Barry Sanders was playing, but, man, I, I dare say – he was electric. Oh, dropping the electric. <laughs> there you go, Austin. Papa Tubbs loves to talk shit when me and Austin say electric all the time. That's why we started Charged Up. <laughs> uh, my number five, mine are all, I have one that I didn't get to witness because I was so young, but my others are all, I saw them. So okay. my number five is the Jordan Poole buzzer beater in the 2018 tournament Ooh, against Houston. Nice one. This one I had, like it's obviously, it wasn't a like a huge game. But anytime you have a buzzer beater in March Madness, it's electric. <laughs> and I just met, it was like one of my favorite nights in college. Cause I went over to a buddy's. We were playing, we had it on the TV. We were playing beer pong. I got real drunk, having a good time. And then the cable went out in the living room. So we had to go to his room and we watched the buzzer beater on his little like 18 inch TV that he had. All like, there's like 15, 16 of us Which crowded 18 around. 18 inch? It was small. Wow. Like smaller than, smaller than this monitor. Oh, boy. It was tiny, but we all crowded around. A lot of Michigan fans there. And then that night, I proceeded to just get really drunk celebrating. And they made a little bit of a run that tournament. They did. Um, so that, that's my number five. What do you okay. got at four? All right. So, again, I'm digging back a little bit. The 1989 Michigan basketball champions. So, Michigan. Champions. Yes, they won the NCAA tournament. Is this Fab Five? No, this is pre-Fab Five. This oh. is 1989, dude. Okay, I'm not This familiar. is way back, all right? So, uh, quick story. So, I was out with some friends that night before the game, and we're out having a few beers, doing what You we drank underage? Shh, quiet. Don't tell anybody. Papa Tubbs was 17 <laughs> years old at this time. <laughs> so, we went out, and I was like, hey, listen, that game's starting. I got to go. I got to go home. So... I watched that game. I, I watched actually all those games, but the you know obviously you're gonna watch the you know if you're in the finals, do you want to see that game? Michigan beat Seton Hall in that game, eighty to seventy nine in overtime. Wow! So some of you older folks out there would know some of these guys. You had Romel Robinson, Loy Vault, Terry Mills, Sean Higgins. That team was amazing. Glenn but, Rice. I'm, I'm getting to that. <laughs> Just, I'm getting to I'm, that. I Googled it so I could follow along. Right. So, okay. So, I'll, I'll I know throw, his son. I'll throw that his out His son there. is my time. Nice. Oh, right. I think, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Glenn Rice, in the tournament, the whole tournament, averaged 30.9 points a game. Mm -hmm. That's unheard of. I mean, that's for college the basketball, whole tournament. Absolutely. The whole tournament, 30.9 points, right? So, both of them were three seeds. Going into the tournament, Michigan, you know, they were up and down. You know, they had a couple of, you know, hard losses. But when they got the tournament, they beat a number five, North Carolina, a number three, Illinois. That's big because Illinois was really good back then. That was in the final four, right? Yes. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you look at the scores of the games, they were close. I mean, they won by uh, minus Virginia, right? Because they did play Virginia in, I think, the Sweet 16, and they beat them 102 to 65. But all the other games were five points or under. So that's why it was just, it was my, so much fun to my watch. My heart wouldn't be able to take that. That's what you got. So I was 17. 16, 8, 4, 5. That's six games. Correct. Or five games all settled by five points. I couldn't handle that. Correct. All within like two, three weeks. Yes, but I, I was 17. That. I couldn't handle it now. <laughs> That's a good one. I honestly, I'm, maybe I'm a terrible fan. I didn't know they even won a national championship in basketball. Yep. I know that the Fab Five was close. Twice. 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 Which it would have been taken away nowadays. That should. That's one of my heartbreakers, by the way. That's a good one. Yeah. That Chris uh, Webber timeout. Number four, I put Michigan owning Ohio State from 2021 to now. Uh, just these last two games have been the the most happy times. These last two years of Michigan football have been great. Obviously, outside of TCU loss. Yep. But we have been so dominant. And after all the years of Ohio State, like when I got into football, like really watching with you on Saturdays and Sundays, Ohio State has dominated. Correct. I think we had one win in my years of watching since like 2011 or something. Yep. And so to be able to go, one, we won at home last year, no problem. That game was fun. Then you come to this year, we go to Ohio State and dominate them. Like, these games aren't even close. Right, and fun fact, you got a bunch of people out there that picked Ohio State. All the sportscasters, Every, everybody. Both everybody games, everybody's picking against Michigan. And we've right. been like eight-and-a-half-point dogs both games. Yep. And we win outright. Yep. And you know what's funny is that I haven't taken them on the money line because I say I only want my heart broken uh, <laughs> I only want my heart broken once. I don't want to lose money and lose the game. Sure, sure. I said my, heart, my heart is a big enough bet. Um, What was my other point? Shit. Oh, we missed one on the heartbreak, and we should have put that – the Michigan-Ohio State game uh, where they went to overtime and J.T. Barrett was short. Yeah, That should have been on mine that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, remember that one, though? We were driving to that. Thanksgiving. We yeah. always have Thanksgiving uh, on my mom's side of the family when Michigan plays Ohio State. So me and my dad, now we get out of it by we watch it before. But this year we had to drive there early, and we got lost because we were listening to the game, not paying attention. Yeah. It took us like an hour and a half for a 35-minute drive or some shit. <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, that's kind but of. Yeah, fault, but yeah, like Ohio State's father is Michigan right now, and it's going to stay that way for a while. And I'm very happy about yes, it. Yes, I agree with that. You're number three. All right, again, I'm going back even further. The 1984 Detroit Tigers, world champions. Oh yeah, 100%. it was amazing. I'm talking. I was what was I? 72. I was 12 years old, and I was really into baseball. Right? I mean, I was heavy, heavy into baseball. So. That season, the Tigers started out 7-0, and and they won their first seven games by, I think, an average of like six runs or something like that. I, I don't exactly remember, but they were on fire. So on that team, you had Jack Morris, Kirk Gibson, Lance Parrish, Alan Trammell, Lou Whitaker, uh, Willie Hernandez, Senior Smoke, amazing pitcher. Amazing senior. pitcher. Yeah, Senior. Senior. So the Tigers, I'll just give you a quick rundown. The Tigers were up three to one. They were up three games to one. <clears throat> Going into game five, uh, Alan Trammell, they're in the eighth inning. Alan Trammell was up with runners on first and second. Now, previous, Alan Trammell homered in that game. Sparky Anderson told Alan Trammell to bunt. 
So he bunted the runners up to second and third. So the Tigers have one out. The Padres pitcher, Goose Gossage, wanted to pitch to Kirk Gibson. So Dick Williams, who was the, the, the manager of the Padres, came out because he wanted him to walk him. So he came out and they talked about it. Now Goose Gossage owned Kirk Gibson the previous two times he, he uh, faced him. So they were talking about it and somehow or another Goose Gossage got Williams to agree with him to pitch to Kirk Gibson. Now in the meantime, you guys can look this up on YouTube. Sparky Anderson's in the dugout talking to Kirk Gibson. He's like, he doesn't want to walk you. He doesn't want to. He's putting up four fingers. He doesn't want to walk you. So Kirk Gibson gets up, very first pitch, Kirk Gibson crushes it to right field. And I mean, it was the old Tiger Stadium. So if you guys can imagine, it was like one of those ones, like Babe Ruth, you know what I mean? I mean, he just <laughs> absolutely crushed this ball. And three-run shot, right? And Sparky Anderson, I thought he was going to stroke out in the dugout because he I mean he he was I think he was chewing on sunflower seeds and he's spitting them out throwing them out everywhere and he's like yeah don't walk him don't walk him that so clip's awesome. that's that on, was it after that yeah you definitely have to check that out but that was that was amazing and the Tigers ended up winning that game and won the World Series my number three this is the one that I didn't get to see but I've seen clips of it and it's awesome uh, 2006 ALCS Tigers Athletics. It was game four. That was my honorable mention. Was it? Yes. Game four. Maglio. I can't believe you didn't put that on your list. I know. Maglio Ordonez hits a three run bomb to send the Tigers to the World Series. You don't see that a lot. You don't see a walk off homer to send somebody, like even in the ALDS anymore, really. And who was the pitcher? I don't know. Do you know? I want to say it was... Uh, Fernando Rodney? No. <laughs> Much will be. Um, I, it's not Hunter. I, you have to give me a minute. I have to oh, think about oh, it. oh. Um, um, oh, shit. I know this, too. He was a something amazing Hudson. close. Yeah. Something uh, Hudson. God, I wish Austin was here. He'd know right know away. It, <laughs> it, it was Hudson. Something Hudson. Yeah. One of the best closers of all time. Yeah. I feel like we're terrible people for not knowing this. I, we are. Sure. Shows how much but, we yeah. watch baseball. Yeah, but know, he's but. not a Tiger, so Not a whatever. Tiger. Don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Orlando Hudson? Hudson Street? Hudson Street. Hudson Street. There you Boom! Go. I'm so good! There you uh. go. Yep. Yeah, so I, I've i never seen it. I can't talk much about it, but it was the series was 3-0, so in sa pretty safe hands, but to hit a walk-off in Comerica, obviously walk-off, right? Uh, to set him to the World Series, just him rounding those bases, the party. Um, they all they ended up losing the World Series, but just a, a sweet video to check out. Yeah, and he absolutely crushed that ball, too. It was mad. I mean, there was a no-doubter. Yep. Uh, your number two. All right. So my number two is, and, and you already hit on this, uh, 2021, Michigan versus Ohio State. Now there's a reason for this, right? So Ohio State, previous to that game in 2021, they won the previous eight games. So they owned us. I hate to say it, but they did. They owned us. So if you look at it, that was the longest between these two teams, because they've been playing since, I believe, 1901 or 1900, something like that. That was the longest winning streak against Michigan since Michigan won nine from Ohio State between 1901 and 1909. All right, so that was bad. That team had 
Hassan Haskins, Aiden Hutchinson, David Ojabo, Daxon Hill. I mean, we were we were really really good. Blake Corum. Blake, yeah, but Blake Corum at the time wasn't. Oh, he was kind of backing him he up. He was backing he? up yeah, Haskins. Yeah, yeah. That's right? true. That's true. So in that game, Michigan was down fourteen to thirteen at halftime, but they had to be fired up because I mean, it, it, they were in the game. Everything was going kind of their way. Um, after uh, when they got to the second half, Michigan outscored OSU twenty-eight to fourteen in the second half. Michigan had. A, 256 yards rushing. Haskins, 169 of those rushing yards. Well, and he had a couple, like he had a sweet hurdle. He had a sweet oh. hurdle. He had five touchdown runs. Five. Oh, and by the way, Hutchinson had three sacks in that game. Well, and it was fun too because um, you came, I was living with a buddy. You came over with my brother. And yep. it was different because we got to be loud because my roommate wasn't there. And we got to be loud and stupid, which we can't do. We couldn't do this last previous year, which we kind of did. We did a little. But, you know, living at home, my parents, mom doesn't want us to be loud, so we kind of had to take it easy. But last year, in 2021, we got crazy. We got so loud. Yeah, we got stupid. Um, Yeah, so Michigan football is in a great spot right now. At least we got something, you know? Agreed. The wings have been okay. The Lions, though. I love the Lions right now. Agreed. So my number two... I've got the Matthew Stafford game-winning drive against the Cowboys. It was in the regular season. I didn't write down the year. But he went 80 yards in under a minute. Mm-hmm. And he ended it off with a fake spike one-yard rush. Remember that video? I do remember that. He yep. fake, he's, he's yelling spike. They, Kelvin Johnson got tackled on, like, the one. He's yelling, clock it, clock it. There's, like, 10 seconds left. And the whole team thought he was going to clock it. Mm-hmm. But Stafford said, nope. He went over the top. They didn't signal touchdown, so he runs around the edge and just... And scores, Oh, yeah. my God. He throws the ball, and the team's celebrating. That was that was a year two. We were decent. I think we were fighting for a playoff spot at that point. Yep. And it was just insane. Because Dallas had scored to go up 30-24. to 24. Yeah. So they scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were up Lions six up at the it. end there, yeah. Yep. So that one was... I just love the behind the scenes of Stafford. Just clock it! Clock it! <laughs> His voice is cracking. Yeah. Your number one best Michigan sports moment. It, 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 it's not even a playoff. Not even a playoff. But my number one is the 1997 Detroit Red Wings versus Colorado Avalanche. So, in case people didn't don't know what I'm talking about, it was nicknamed Bloody Wednesday. Okay? That was the game where Darren McCarty showed Claude Lemieux He's his bitch. <laughs> so, basically, what had happened previous at 96, the, uh, um, the Red Wings, um, Colorado, obviously, they went on to win the Cup in 96. But what had happened was Lemieux took a cheap shot to Chris Draper and fucked up his face. I mean, he broke his orbital bone. Uh, he, he had broke like his 30 jaw. broken bones yeah, in his face. He, he messed him up. Dirty, and dirty hit. It was a, it was, yeah, it was not even close to being a clean hit. And what made it worse was after the game, they talked to Claude Lemieux. They interviewed him. He didn't apologize. He didn't say anything about it. Hope he's doing okay. Nothing. He said nothing. And it made it worse that the Wings lost the game, got knocked out of the playoffs, and all those guys had to shake Claude's yes, hand. Yes, and Darren McCarty had said, Previous, he's like, I cannot believe I no, shook their hands. You're wrong. Was it? It wasn't McCarty. No, it wasn't McCarty. I forget it was, his name. 
I forget his name, was but it? I've seen that clip a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, I can't remember. No, you're right. It wasn't, it wasn't McCarty. McCarty because it was somebody I'll look else. It up. Yeah, you someone get, else get to said the, that. Get to the fights. So, look it up. Okay, so previous, they've played three games after this, right? This is March 26th. I believe it was the last game that they were going to play against each other, and it was in Detroit. Dino, Dino, Dino Cicerelli. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So uh, oh, let me back up. After that, they interviewed um, Darren McCarty, and Darren McCarty said, hockey players have long memories, and that's all he said. So fast forward to the next year, last game in, in Joe Louis Arena. There were scraps throughout the first period, right? There was – Little, little, you know, shoving and punching, and you know there were some penalties here and there, and blah blah blah. Then it got to the big one, so it all started with a little scrap with Larianoff, and I'm not even going to say it. it's. I call him Foreskin. It's Forsberg, but I call him Foreskin. <laughs> it all started over there. They were kind of scruffing around, and Larianoff, and Larianoff, by the way, does not fight. He he was one of the he was one of the Russian five. He never fought. Skill and Fors, yeah, and Fors, Foreskin just kept screwing around screwing around so Larry took you know he took offense and started throwing some punches well McCarty and Lemieux were both on the ice and Lemieux was kind of like skating up towards the fight and that's when McCarty just opened up he turned on him and hit him with a massive punch in the face honestly like let me finish before you freak out but it was a dirty punch but he deserved it. Oh, we saw it coming. Barely. That's all. It doesn't Barely. matter. It doesn't matter. I don't Barely. I don't know what you're talking about. But no, He's, it was good. He I'm saw just, it coming. I'm just saying. No, fuck that. He saw that shit coming <laughs> all the way. All of a sudden, he turtled. Lemieux just turtled, and McCarty just stowed, he just started blasting him and blasting him. Well, then, on the side, all of a sudden, you see Patrick, I know it's Wah, but I say Roy, Roy because it's R-O-Y, <laughs> so don't pull that Canadian shit on me. So he starts skating up. And all of a sudden, you see Brendan Shanahan coming out of nowhere and taking him out. Took Wah out, right? Well, then Adam Foote came in and started fighting Shanahan. They're going at it. All of a sudden, you see uh, uh, Wah. No, well, not yet, because Wah started fighting with somebody. Uh, he, I think he got in with the Shanahan and Foote fight. So then Vernon come skating up, and the goalies are going at it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you see these masks going, and... You know, they got all the they got the the pillows on, and it didn't matter. It did not matter. They started going at it, and Vernon clocked Wah. He, he clocked so him good. hard. Yep. It was like in the upper. I think it was in the upper right. It might have been. I don't remember, but it was in the forehead, and he was bleeding. Now, in the meantime, as this is going on, McCarthy is still beating the shit out of Lemieux, and mm -hmm. I mean, he is crushing him. He is hitting him with. He's, he even need him a few times. I mean, it was it was ugly, right? So they finally they finally clean up the ice and they do all that stuff. And I just remember the referee was over in the corner cleaning the ice with his skate, and he was it was all blood, and he was mm -hmm. just like shooting it. It out. looked like a Slurpee. Yes. Yeah. It was gross, but it was the coolest thing ever. And fun fact: the the Red Wings actually won that game six to five in overtime. You want to guess who scored that winning goal? I know who did. Darren McCarty. McCarty. <laughs> <laughs> I also love, like, I one of my favorite things about it is that the, if you look at the Red Wings versus the Avalanche, the Red Wings players were not bloody. Like, the Wings won that fight. There might have oh. been a couple guys that got bloody, but nothing like 
Lemieux was messed up. Wow was messed up. And then my other favorite part is when McCarty's in the box and he's just grabbing his boys, saying, "Good job, yes. good job, yes." And uh, yep, maybe yeah, some bloody knuckles. You but... need to if if you're listening and you actually care about this, look up Fight Night at the Joe. If you've not seen it, it's on YouTube. It's HD. You can see it's like 16 minutes, and it just it goes out the whole night. I mean, it was like the most penalty, second most penalty minutes yeah, ever, something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah, and it's something you got to see. So I was gonna put that at number one, mm-hmm. but I decided that I didn't see it. You know, I didn't get to live it. Understood. So I went with. Just you know, ending Aaron Rodgers' career on Sunday Night Football and keeping the Packers out of pl- out of the playoffs with nothing to play for. This was just recently, if you didn't remember. Um, yeah, Rodgers, it, it hurt him so bad he had to go into a darkness retreat to find himself mm-hmm. a little pussy. So, um, yeah, we swept him on the year. We looked great. It it was it's gonna be looked at as the point where the Wings turned it around or the Lions turned it around. Mm-hmm. And it also helps that Frankie's the biggest Packers fan ever, whatever. And I got to rub it in his mouth. So. Um, quick on that one because we obviously recapped it a few weeks ago. Well, a couple months ago at this point, actually. I don't really have any honorable mentions. Do you? Um, no, okay. no, I have a couple, but we don't need to do all that. Yep. So for the sports movies, I want to talk about it, but let's not get too crazy because we're already at. I see that we're already pretty long. So yeah, real quick. Uh, our other top five was sports movies. I just want to hit them quick because I know my dad's gonna talk shit, but I actually haven't seen a lot of sports movies. I realized. I got what? some ones I need to watch. Some of the classics. Okay. So you're number five. All right. So my number five, and there are four movies, but they're, I wrap them into one. Rocky, one through four. There you go. Okay. Specifically three and four with Mr. T and the Russian. Those are amazing games. So, or amazing movies. My number five. Yes. I wanted to mix it up, throw some comedy in there. Happy Gilmore. Oh. <laughs> I I'm love right that movie. That. It's I'm hilarious. Right yep. Golf, it counts. Uh, yep. You're number four. My number four is White Men Can't Jump. Never seen it, but looks awesome. It was a great heard, movie. Wesley heard Snipes, it's way up there. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. It was a great movie. Yep. good movie. They're remaking that. Did you see that? What? You can't remake that. Woody movie. Harrelson's directing. Um, it's got. I'll um, give it a shot. It's got. It's gonna have Jack Harlow though, who's a rapper. I know you don't know him. No, I don't. But it's gonna be like, like he's not an actor, unless what I saw was fake. It might have been fake, honestly. But I'm gonna keep an eye out. Okay. Uh, my number four, I put Rocky. I have seen it. The first huh, one, I the think. The first one. I mean, I've seen, like, clips of all of them because you're always watching them every so often. Yeah. But I've only seen the first one in full, but great movie. Yes. You're number three. Number three, <clears throat> Remember the Titans. Oh, my God, I forgot that. Great, great movie. I, anytime that's on, I, I, I just put it on. I just If I see it on TV, I'm going to watch it. It is one of those where you just have to watch. Well, and it's based on a true story. I mean, schedule. it's loosely based on a true story, but it, it's a great movie. My number three, I want The Blind Side, strictly Ooh. because of how many times I've watched it. Like, I love it. Great story. Um, based on a true story. Based closely on a true story from what I've heard. There's a couple yeah, that are out there, yeah, but... But it doesn't matter. Um, I had to put it on there just because I've seen it so many times. You're number two. Number two, The Sandlot. And if you guys watch oh baseball, God. you got to watch The Sandlot. I missed a couple. I, my brother-in-law has never seen this freaking movie, and it's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. I, I can't believe... I'm, I'm trying to get him to watch it. it it's just a great baseball movie and they have a cameo with james earl jones on there and it's just it's just a great baseball movie my number two i put Moneyball. i love Moneyball. i love brad pitt he's great in it jonah hill was great um just an all-around awesome movie again based heart on warmer. a true story yep heart warmer that one's really close to the true story right. too right uh but just 
you get some comedy, you know, you get you just get a little bit of everything. So I I put that at two, and I've yeah. watched another one that I've watched so many times. Right. Your number one greatest sports movie of all time. Number one, I'm going to tell you this because I went and actually saw it at the movie theater with my wife, and I've watched it. I own the DVD. I've watched oh, this movie. Oh, do we have the same? We might. What is it? Friday Night Lights. Me too. Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights, Lights number one, dude. Oh, I'm telling you, such a fucking great movie. Yeah. You right? So what's better, the movie or the TV show? Uh, well, I like the TV show. You what's know, better, but, the movie or the TV eh, show? the movie. I yep. mean, just Agreed. because it's Agreed. it's so they get so into it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And Billy Bob Thornton's in it. And my wife loves Tim McGraw. She told me she'd divorce me if he ever came around, whatever, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But he played a dickhead. He was a yeah. dick in that movie for, like, three quarters of the movie. But, the the again, based on a true story, but it was such a great movie. It was so, I don't know, it's just the way the, I, know, the I, way they tell a story. I think it's... I think it's got one of the best endings in movie history. I'm not going to ruin it because there might be some of you that need to go watch it. I don't know if Austin has seen Friday Night Lights. But that, that's a shame. That's just a crying shame. So I'm going to ask him. But um, yeah, the ending is just spectacular, and the, Such the way they movie. wrapped it up too, and then yeah. the TV show is also great. Fell off at the end, but that's how it goes with most TV shows. Yeah, and that's why I think the movie's better. Agreed. Uh, so that's our top fives. We're going to go ahead and hit some roulette here. Uh, I don't have a do not bet list. I didn't bet last week. Um, buying a house, so saving money. Uh, do, 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 do. I wanted to do like a split screen here so I can remember my outro. Uh-oh, did I close it? All right, so we're going to do five numbers. Five numbers? Yep. $2 a pop, and I'm going to let you choose three of them since you're the guest. Awesome. <clears throat> Sorry, folks. Got to log in. Do you have anything on your do not bet list? Did you do any betting last week? No. no. Now that football's over, I'm kind of, I mean, I'll save it for March Madness. I I'm think, sure I'll be dropping some money in there. But I think March Madness, I'm going to hit a couple. And then yeah. uh, when we go to the Sioux, I'll definitely be doing some sports yeah, betting up there. Yeah, I mean, without football, I'm kind of lost. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Well, and it's. College basketball is tough right now, especially. Teams are – anybody's beating anybody. You right. had Florida State won last week at plus 800 money line. That's oh, true. I do want to do a quick shout-out while this is uh, loading. Frankie hit a plus 4,000 bet last week, $10 for 400 whatever that works out to. Oh, that's he, right. He got the winner of the golf, so that was a big hit. Nice. I'm sure he'll talk about it next week. All right, get ready. Um, we're going to do $2, five numbers. What three do you want? I want 11. I want uh, 31, and I want 20. 20. Weird. We've never had a 20. I don't think we've done 31 or 11. Uh, I took my go-tos, 3 and 9. I just want – give us a lightning number so we can get get a little excited here. How about four? How about four of them? Three. I'll take three. What do we got? Nine, that's my number, 33, 36. Damn. Show me nine at 200x to be, oh, man, that'd be 400 bucks. How sweet would that be? It'd be Hit nine. Ah, I missed no. it. <gasps> 30. Oh, it's just by 11. Ah, uh, 30. It's oh, I didn't 11. realize it was close to 11. All right. Damn. All right, nothing there. Your bad luck. That's all right. It happens. <laughs> happens to the best Well, of you, them. you haven't hit in a few weeks, by the way. It's I, been a minute. It's been a minute. Yep, yep. I do yep. listen. Uh, I think Papa Tubbs is one of our most frequent listeners. I don't know if he's missed an episode since I shit-talked you for not listening. I missed one episode. Okay. One episode. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on. This was fun. No, I appreciate it. I hope it, it. turns yeah. out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hopefully, hopefully 
Another Hopefully day. I figure out how to upload this because Austin usually handles the editing and uploading. Uh, I'm not going to do any editing. I'm going to just <laughs> hope that it worked <laughs> out. Uh, but, hey, have a great week. On the hit, some t- hit some tanks. Dorsum some tutties. Uh, Frankie's back next week. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want changed. And uh, we'll see you next week when Frankie's out of his darkness retreat. See ya. Peace.